Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. All right, we're back with part two. This is the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, and we're chatting with Tantrika Katrina Boss, who's an expert on Tantra, everything to do with Tantra. Uh, now for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters and we all deserve it. And we've been having an amazing discussion about Tantra. We've learned so much already about how to tap into Tantric intimacy. We've even started talking about how we can make love all day long. What? Wow, how is that even possible? But let's get into the full details now. Katrina is going to share how we can overcome barriers so that we can experience that great sex that could last the whole day if that's what we want. So Katrina... I know there's some sort of emotional safety space that we have to find in order to connect and get intimate and open up that vulnerability. So let's start with that. You told us a great story about a soldier that you got to that state. You enjoyed uh, meeting him and learning about him and you were able to connect. And I think that's step one of getting to this intimate state that you're talking about. It is. And I think that's the really important thing is that when we kind of come out of a, a culture where we feel stuck with a partner. You know, historically, we couldn't divorce, we couldn't do all that. So we think we have to figure things out with this person. So someone who wants to experience tantric intimacy with their partner, if there isn't emotional safety there, it isn't going to work, right? And it's sort of a sad reality. You can have sex. That's, you can have sex with someone you hate. It doesn't matter. But you can't, you'll never be able to open up into this because you'll never be able to drop your guards. You'll never be able to, um, you just always have to protect yourself. You can't actually share that vulnerable side of you. So it's really important first to even look at who it is you want to be intimate with. Would you even want to make love with this person all day? Would you really want to be that intimate? Is there, because for example, even having a conversation with someone, I have friends who I can literally sit and talk to nonstop for days and days and days. And we never, ever forget. We never run out of things to talk about. And there's other people that after five minutes, I'm scratching my eyeballs out. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that same relationship really has to be there with someone that you want to make love with all day, that you actually want to make love with them all day. (laughs) Like you actually really, really want to merge in that way. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is you need to be in a place where even you feel comfortable being open like that and part of the tantra world again because it's a spiritual journey that safety also comes within yourself so for for me the 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 more vulnerable i can be depends on my own connection with spirit or god or my own inner strength right so if i even every book i've ever written there's a certain vulnerability to put that out into the world for for public consumption public criticism So there's a real decision within me to say, am I strong enough to handle whatever may come because of this? And that's a personal strength and a personal vulnerability. But isn't that putting you out of your comfort zone? If you need to be in your comfort zone in order to let go, being vulnerable, which is what I find hard to be vulnerable and still be comfortable at the same time. So I wouldn't put the book out until I was strong enough 
so my inner strength has to be balanced with my vulnerable my vulnerability right but now do you know what, do you know what i mean yeah, so if yeah, i'm going to be with someone mm-hmm. i'm only going to drop enough guards that i feel vul- I, I that it's safe with this person like it's all in balance right it's like someone once said like they were doing healing work and the one person says well you just have to trust me mm. well if you have to say that to someone then they don't mm. Like you, it doesn't work. Like energy doesn't lie. Mm. This isn't an intellectual conversation. It's a reality thing. And I think, let's say you're with a partner and you really want to experience this intimacy. This is where with a lot of the couples I work with, it's like try to not focus on the sex because the other aspects of intimacy is healing. And maybe what you need to do is cry together for a little while. And that's a real blessing to have someone... I mean, if you're naked, you're open, even if you're being sexual, like, so for example, when I was in Jamaica with my husband, before my yoni decided to do magic things with him, I cried a lot. When he was inside of me and being still, and I would start to relax my yoni, tears just started pouring out of me. And it was like, we hold so much trauma in our, especially, I mean, I, men for sure too, but women really do. Like every time we're entered when we didn't want to be, mm-hmm. which has happened far too much, right? Historically, we create trauma in the in the walls of the yoni. So at the beginning, for me, there was a huge healing process, and that happened through intimacy. Well, tears that are, happened. Through- tears are like a release. Also, when you cry, for it just happens. That's a release, and I guess you're saying it's releasing trauma rather than releasing joy or, or exactly and my else. and my partner any partner I've ever had I always warned them I said I might cry mm-hmm. like just so you know this may not all be sexy <laughs> like I might cry I may scream I may be crazy but I trust you enough that whatever weirdness comes out of me it just has to come out and I trust you enough I don't say all this it's yeah. very weird but it's <laughs> but I trust you enough that I know you'll just And they always are like, oh, my God, really? Mm. Like, you trust me that much to just come out unedited? Mm. And and it's such an honor. And then that honor bonds us closer. So then it's sort of like to know that you can sometimes cry and sometimes have orgasm and sometimes do all these things. That's real intimacy. So sometimes a relationship, the benefit is that you actually can heal each other. And men, too, like. Lots of us carry incredible, you know, um, a lot of men struggle with performance anxiety of every type because there's so much pressure on them to be great lovers and all these kind of things. There's still so much shame out there that you have to also let go too. I'm sure that's one of the main things that is one of the first things to let go is so you're not shamed about what you're doing, this enjoying sex and sexuality together. However, when you have that trust and you have that connection and you have that openness is, are those the things you need to have to be able to make love all day? I know Carol and I could not make love all day. Um, there's just things that get in the way. There's busyness. And like, and like I'm trying to get my head around, and I'm sure our listeners out there are saying, what the fuck? How am I going to stay in bed all day and make love when I got to eat? Uh, there's the kids. There's work. Um, there's social media. How do you clear your brain I'm lost here. Do you have to like go away and have a retreat in order to be able to do this? 
We've done that. We go to hedonism. We go to desire. We go on cruises. We've never stayed in bed or <laughs> at the pool or on the beach and made love. Fucked up. I mean, there's a difference between fucking and making love, as, right. as I hear what uh, Katrina's talking about. But even two hours of intimacy. I mean, we like our Sunday morning cuddles for two or three hours. And then you're like, I need my coffee. I got <laughs> I got to get on with my day. How, how do you clear things out so that's your main focus? I think for me it feels more like my re- reprieve. It's sort of, that's my, that is my goal. It's almost like, first of all, it's my favorite way to relax. Like just start there, right? That is my favorite thing to do. There's nothing in the world I enjoy more than making love. Like that's, so in the land of personal priorities, oh my God, social media compared to lovemaking doesn't <laughs> even touch it. Like, and I'm also in a position where my children are grown, mm-hmm. right? So that's a very different thing. Like. Mm-hmm. I guess it just really becomes something I want. Like I actually look forward to it in the same way that when you go away on vacation and you know you pack and you do all these crazy things and then you finally get to the beach and you exhale (sighs) and then suddenly everything's okay and everything's relaxed. Um, So for me, it's, 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 well, it's, it's really important. It sounds like it's a lot really of really something I want to do. Sounds like a lot of the self-care rituals that we keep talking about and hearing about everywhere now is so important for people especially women who are the givers 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 that it's you have to take the time and receive and if that's what you want to receive which is the like you said the relaxation uh, the pleasure the just a new way of looking at things so instead of having that hot bath for an hour you're going to be making love for an hour or more. No, I, I, I'm, I'm ser- well, I, I, I was serious about this question. Can you literally see yourself winding everything down? Forget about making love all day, but for four hours doing nothing but focusing on us. I guess if we decided that that's a priority in our life, I've never done it, so I don't know what I don't know, but maybe if we did it once. But is, said, it a, is it a we deciding or a you deciding or a me deciding? Well, it takes two of us to be intimate, so I think we both have to decide it's important for us, mm-hmm. and we have to just take the time and say, hey, how cool is this? Does it work? Doesn't it work? I don't, I'm don't. i asking, Katrina, would that make sense for a couple who's never tried it before? So what I would do, so I actually want to back up for a little bit and say, there's also no pressure. So for example, with um, this man, like who, you know, we would have these Fridays, some days we would sort of crawl into bed at about 11 and we'd literally just be in bed until about seven at night and then the sun would go down and we'd kind of go, oh, you know, and then the day would continue. But then there might be another day that we make love for a couple hours, we fool around, we chat for a little, we giggle for a while and then we kind of look at each other and say, you want to go for a paddle boat ride? <laughs> like yeah. there's no pressure. Like mm-hmm. as soon as we put pressure on it, like we, this isn't a mental thing. It has to, it has to flow naturally. It's, it's, it can't be, there can't be rules around it. It has to be honest. Right. So what I would say to a new couple or a couple that wanted to try this, like the other thing I want to say is I would, I almost see it like a study and I don't want to make it weird and, and like that, but it's like Tantra to me is an exploration of what's possible. So I want time for that. I want to be able to shut down and not have any any time constraints. So I might say to a couple, okay, think of things you love to do that are intimate. And so maybe it's having a bath together, Mm. right? Maybe it's just tucking into a hot tub or sitting together and bathing each other and washing each other's hair and brushing 
you know, depending on whoever has long hair, brushing hair, bow, and then rolling into bed and just touching each other and caressing and kissing. And, and to really, it is really a discipline to let the mind go. Um, one time I had a lover and I had felt this huge desire to massage him, which normally I don't. I, I don't know whether I was just angry at always having to give, 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 give. So I would never want to give someone a massage. But for whatever reason, I looked at this man one day and I said, I would love to give you a massage. And he was hilarious. He was so good at receiving. He just whipped his clothes off, jumped on the bed, laid spread eagle and said, I'm ready. <laughs> Who wouldn't, right? I know that feeling. <laughs> David but jumps you know on what? the opportunity I w- I anytime. Wouldn't. I'd be all feeling guilty, like, oh, okay, then obviously I'm going to have to massage you after, and da 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 my mind's going to be in all these, like, weird places, but he wasn't. <clears throat> he was like, oh, this is what you want to give me? Awesome. And I really trusted this other aspect of me, this intuitive part of me, which is also really important to cultivate the intuitive, your intuition that allows something other than your brain to guide your hands and to guide your body. And... So for me, like in my mind, all I could hear was, imagine you've never touched another human being before. Imagine you've never touched skin, like you're like an alien exploring what a human being feels like. And I've never done massage besides like Tantra stuff, like in workshops. But so I just got some oil and I lit candles and I put on soft music and I literally started his toes and I just started touching his toes. But my mind was in a place of, wow, is this what a toe feels like? Mm. And this was this was in the last couple of years. Like I wasn't new to this, but I was like, and I slowly stayed in this space of just touching his body, literally in this exploration, listening to this intuition instead of my mind, instead of anything else. Well, this, he like went into this state. He'd start moaning and then he'd start crying and then he'd pass out for a while and then he'd start laughing and then he'd start moaning. And he was going through, and I was, completely immersed in it to the point that it's like I was receiving the massage. I actually could feel what he was feeling as I was giving. So I was having as much pleasure as he was. And it was almost like that's what was guiding me because I could feel what he was feeling. I knew where to go next. So I was completely lost in it. And it went on for a couple of hours, but there was no thought about it. It was an intuitive thing. And, and this is where this, this tantric journey, it's, it's, it's all the things we hear of it's being able to shut off our minds, listen to our intuition and trust that we have different tracks we can run on. You know, if, if, if we're running a business, we can run in our left brain. If we are doing this and if we're making love, there's wisdom inside of us. If we can shut off our mind and we can just go with it. And this is a real challenge for, for, for you, Carol, for example, for women, for us to really own and men have it too, but for women, to really honor being quiet and be the receiver mm. and not having to drive the boat and to be able to be in that full feminine and say like, you know, I am mother earth. There's nothing to worry about here. And that really calms everything down. And then everything just flows differently. But women have been sort of playing both roles for a long time. So we has, we struggle to drop that masculine, which again in the tantric intimacy is even to play with that, to play with the masculine and feminine dynamic and explore it together. You know, for the woman to explore full receiving and full surrender, for the man to exper- experience full giving and full surrender also. It's all, everyone surrenders. But 
to explore the masculine stillness and the woman, the female chaos. It's an exploration, mm. which is a very different thing going in with our ideas. And then all of a sudden, well, how long can you explore for? Very cool. Right? That's a, it's an infinite thing. Okay, Katrina. Uh, first, let's remind everyone, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion all about tantric intimacy and sex all day with um, Katrina Boss. And now, Katrina, we're coming to the end of our two parts, uh, two episodes that we've done with you. And normally we ask you for some final advice to tell our listeners. But what I'd like you to do, we spoke a little bit about your personal journeys with your lovers. And we mentioned that, you know, we as a couple have never been even in our minds able to come to the, um, intimacy, level. the intimacy level of having great sex for extended periods of time. So I'm going to ask you to give us one or two pieces of advice that our listeners could take with them, but how Carol and I can tonight begin our journey towards some tantric intimacy with the goal of having great sex as you've described it. So the first thing I would do is when you, when you begin I want to say come together, but of course that's loaded. But when you, when, I'm going to say it anyway. When you come together to be intimate, to imagine that you've never, ever had sex before. You've never even touched another human being. Like you are absolutely new. Just do that. Like you know nothing. You don't even know what this other person's body has and literally touch it with that intention. And the other part is to really release any goals of ejaculation or orgasm. It's um, because they short circuit the experience because now your brain has a goal and everything moves towards it. So if you release that, it's like, <clears throat> I remember when I've ever been on a cleanse that I had to give up dairy, um, bread, blah, 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 blah. Suddenly I go shopping and huge um, aisles open up that I never even seen before, mm. right? <laughs> because I was so focused on always going down the same aisles that I always shopped in. And all of a sudden I couldn't eat those foods anymore. And suddenly the whole place opened up. And David, who was it? There was some teacher, some tundra teacher. He once said, you know, you've got a PhD in ejaculation let's try something different. Huh. Hmm. And so to me, to complete, completely come at it like you've never, ever, ever even heard of sex before, but you've got this wonderful human in front of you that you get to explore and just completely forget about ejaculation and orgasm and just ex and see what happens. I really like that word explore and I'm kind of feeling that that is the key word to this whole uh, discussion and exploring what we can do, what the possibilities are and where we can go with it with that open mind that it's not, like you said, guided by any goals. And I love that word explore. I think that's going to be the word for the day, David. What do you think? Absolutely. So Katrina, did you want to have a last word? Yeah, I just, it's funny. So I have, um, the first course I put out was called Foundations of Tantric Intimacy that's still out there and people do homework, they watch videos and they do homework and when they give me their homework back because they do an exercise and then they I get feedback from the exercise and I always know when the student is really all in 
because they tell me an experience they had that I've never heard of before. Mm. Hmm. That's when I know that they're really integrating the teachings, Hmm. right? Because they're not waiting for me to tell them what's going to happen because they're taking it, releasing everything and saying, oh my God, Katrina, you wouldn't believe what happened. Is this normal? (laughs) And my whole being just fills with happiness because I know they're 100% on their path because that's the whole point. Like I can give all kinds of examples, but that's just how I do it, Hmm. right? What matters is that, everybody has their own exploration it's an infinite infinite possibilities like for me even lovemaking it never repeats well absolutely I, it, with the same partner it never repeats i can try to repeat it and it doesn't it's like hurting cats it doesn't work you have to just go in wide open and something brand new happens every single time it's just amazing well katrina um we are out of time in part two of this two, <laughs> these two episodes, which were incredibly eye-opening. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to tell everybody how they can reach out to you. We know you have a bunch of online courses and your books are available. Where can people find it and reach out to you for your advice and coaching? Awesome. So my website is fusiontantra.com and I have a number of online courses that I love because I love that you can integrate it into your life as you're living and really grow and learn. Um, And my two books, What If You Could Skip the Cancer and Tantric Intimacy, they're available everywhere online in audio. um, I read the books um, and uh, video, um, paperback and ebook, and they're available everywhere online all over the world. So but fusiontantra.com, I have a I have an email list that you'll get some introductory videos um, all about Tantra and then how to go from there. So Wow, that's amazing. And we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. So remember to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And remember to sign up on stc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. If you use promo code 30314, you'll get your first month free. So check it out. And let's remind everyone one last time about Naughty in Norlings, the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world, coming up July 24th to 28th, 2019. It's nearly sold out, so go to our website and book it now. And for more information about anything you need to know, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Katrina Boss, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was great. Our pleasure. We reserve the right to invite you back and talk more. I know we could have <laughs> talked for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll come back anytime. Absolutely. And let's thank all our listeners for listening. Our show is getting bigger and bigger every week. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 